Welcome to Click Connect. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan. We've got a very special show for you today. We've got Mr. Jason Reeder from AHNLA on the program, and this is being brought to you by our good friends at Red Roof Franchising and Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group, California. You're looking for a new brand? Give our friends at Red Roof a call. They'd love to hear from you. And they've got a lot of deals coming together this year. They've got a soft brand. They've got an extended stay. And of course, they're economy brands. As I've been preaching for a very, very long time, every real estate transaction is critical. You've got to have the ability to close on time. You need title and escrow services that can take on the responsibility of getting your deal closed. So call our friends at Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group. They've got a hotel practice, and that's all they're specializing in with that group is hotels. So give them a call. Let them know that producer Danny and I sent you. They'd love to hear from you. With no further ado, here is Mr. Jason Rader from AHNLA. Jason, welcome to the show. How are you? Craig, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It is great to see you again. Thank you for your 11th hour hustle and joining us at Click 6 back on March 1st and 2nd. Great presentation. Um, you know, it, it you knocked it out of the park, and I'm really glad that you're going to be back with us next year as well. So thank you for that as well. Um, Jason, do me a favor. For the few people that may not realize who you are and what you do for them, would you please tell them about yourself and your responsibilities at AHNLA, please? Sure, absolutely. So as a VP of State Local Government Affairs, I handle our Western region. Um, so primarily California, a lot of policy coming out at the state and local level at California, but I also manage uh, overseeing Hawaii, Oregon, Nevada, and uh a lot of the rest of the Western states with a colleague, uh, basically Montana South into the West. So a lot, lot of policy coming out through the West, but uh, yes, on, on HLA in general, we are the largest hotel association representing every segment of the hotel industry, whether that be your owners, management companies, the brands, uh, small uh, independent hotels, et cetera. We represent all of the industry and uh, it, it keeps us very busy. There's always a lot of policy going on at, like I said, in my lane, the state and local side, but also at the federal level. So um, that is primarily what we do. Absolutely. And you've been a tremendous help to all of us across the country, no matter if you're an indie hotelier uh, or if you've got multiple assets and multiple flags across the country. I mean, you guys are there for us all the time. Let's talk labor a little bit, please. What are you seeing in California and the nation on the labor front? I know we've got a tremendous problem of, you know, even though we're adding over 100,000 jobs, it seems every month, according to the jobs report, we've still got a lot of assets that are understaffed. We've got a heck of a labor problem. Yeah, absolutely. So workforce continues to be the number one issue across the nation. We're seeing it in every single state. Uh, California is certainly no exception and one of our, our largest markets for sure. So um, throughout COVID, you had seen certain uh, worker recall and retention initiatives passed, certainly in a lot of different cities, but also at the state level too. Nevada also passed a statewide law on that. But you are seeing more and more 
of these local labor initiatives pop up. The city of Anaheim has one right now. Um, Rancho Palos Verdes, uh, LA has a different ballot initiative. Um, and Los Angeles just passed one late last year in addition to, to Irvine too. So the amount of hotel specific policy uh, affecting so many different facets of, of how hoteliers run their businesses are, are being passed and primarily at the local level. Well, you know, yeah, uh, you know, this local level, let's talk about Anaheim. What, what are you seeing there? I know that that's going to not only have a wage increase, but there is also going to be mandates as to the number of rooms that can be cleaned by an associate and various other things. So what are you seeing? And, you know, I look at California with the fifth largest global economy. We just surpassed Singapore as the number six global financial hub. Um, you know, so, you know, Anaheim's a very important market. <laughs> let's face it. You know what? So let's start there and let's, let's work our way uh, probably up the coast. We'll go to Los Angeles and, and beyond at that point, please. Sure, absolutely. So yeah, Anaheim, the city of Disneyland and, you know, so many other hotels and, and large event venues. Um, so right now there has been a uh, ballot initiative proposed and it not just affects hoteliers, but also event center workers. And this is significant because many provisions of the, you know, uh, ordinance uh, are, are very important, but I'll just focus on a couple because it is such a large ordinance. Uh, number one, it enacts a $25 an hour hotel and event space worker minimum wage. Um, so in addition to all the hotels needing to comply with this, it also would affect event centers. So Angel Stadium, Honda Center, uh, the Anaheim Convention Center, et cetera. Um, so all of these workers at minimum would be required to be paid $25 an hour. On the hotel side, what is important is there is a provision requiring a room attendant cleaning limitation. So it limits uh, for a housekeeper how much square footage they're able to clean in an eight hour shift. So if you're uh, a hotel of, of 60 rooms, you're limited to um, uh, 3,500 square feet. If you're less than 60 rooms, it's 3,500 square feet. And if you require a, a room attendant to clean above that amount, then the hotelier needs to pay them double the rate of pay for the entire day, not just what they clean above that square footage. So if this ordinance was enacted, you would then be having a $25 minimum wage or minimum hourly wage that would go up to $50 an hour in order to clean this square footage. So, um, you know, if you were to equate that out, $50 an hour is roughly about $104,000 a year, which makes it very hard to run a hotel for these hoteliers. Well, absolutely. You've got, you know, 60 to 80 key select service economy brand i i mean how how does that 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 work how does how how do you become profitable i mean how do you retain your team on site i i, I just don't see it i you know this is a tremendous burden that uh uh and this is coming out as a ballot measure in 2024 or is that coming out earlier Correct. So right now, the ballot initiative is making its way through the city's uh, process. The city has not scheduled to hear this yet, uh, but when that happens, they'll have two options. They can either choose to enact the ordinance outright then, 
or they can vote it down. And if it gets voted down, then it would go out to the ballot. And the ordinance specifies uh, November 2024, but it really is up to the city if they wanted to hold a special election, which would certainly, you know, cost more on their side. But, um, you know, so we will we'll see what happens. But right now we're generally anticipating November 2024. Okay, so let, let's let's, uh, you know, cruise up the five freeway to Los Angeles now, the city of, um, you know, they this. City Council voted down a measure that's now going to ballot in 2024 for hotels reporting in by 2 p.m. and vouchers being handed out to the homeless to stay at your hotel, which is not safe for the associates, it's not safe for the guests, and it's not safe for the asset in general. Um, So it looks like 2024 is going to be a very busy year for you and, 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 and the rest of the industry. So what, what's, what's the latest on that? Are we just still kind of out there in limbo uh, waiting for 2024 to roll in or is there any other movement going on? Certainly not, not just waiting. Um, This is the, the height of discussion is on this specific LA hotel uh, labor ordinance. So um, yes, just, just kind of backing up real quick gigantic ordinance in itself again, but the most egregious part of the ordinance would be the, you know, the housing voucher uh, mandate included. So for those that aren't aware, the the proponents have written into the language that the city of Los Angeles would need to manage a housing voucher program for unhoused individuals where hotels would need to contact the city at 2 p.m. every day, which as most people know, you check into hotels around around that time. So, you know, you're not really able to figure out where your vacant rooms are yet. But once you do, you contact the city with your vacant rooms and the goal is to house uh, homeless individuals in those rooms alongside paying guests each and every night. So obviously, as, as you said, Craig, you know, this creates such a problem for the tourism industry and the guests, but also it's it wouldn't be safe for the hotel guests. And then you're you know, you've got the larger issue of, you know, the wraparound services that aren't provided at hotels. Hotels are not trained to do this. Um, you know, most, you know, don't don't want to be mandated to do this. If, if hotels want to, there's different programs they could participate in. But um, this is certainly not how we want to address the, the huge issue around the nation of homelessness. And we're uh, very concerned if, if, you know, if this were to pass the precedent that would set Absolutely. And, you know, you know, I, I, I've had Chip on the show talking about this, this very ballot measure. I've also had Bajal Patel from CHNLA on. And, you know, it's I, 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 I am just dumbfounded by this. And, you know, it, it's you know, there's no way the hotel staff is, is trained to take care of, you know, a homeless person and all of the issues that they have physically and mentally. Um, now I, you know, every time I pick up urbanized LA or the LA times or, you know, commercial real estate, uh, publication, there's new shelters, new, uh, conversions from office buildings. We had that, that, uh, project here in the state of California during COVID where they acquired a lot of, uh, uh, older assets and are converting them over to shelters. Um, you've got the, the Sears complex that was not only a corporate office on the West Coast that was built, I believe, in the 40s, but 
but a warehouse and a store. It's 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 huge. You can't miss it when you're on the five freeway uh, heading north or south, and that's being converted to a shelter over there in Boyle Heights. Um, you know, so I'm I'm seeing all of these facilities, you know, either breaking ground or opening, and uh, you know, I I guess I, I the point I'm trying to make is. We can't rely on that, and we need to get out there and message. I mean, it's I I think if if the voters understand this, um, and and what a burden it's going to be, not only on the hotel, on the staff, on the guests, but affecting the 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 other you know the residential community in particular uh, within the city of Los Angeles. Um, their taxes are going to go up. We pay oh, a significant amount of taxes, uh, you know, on everything. Okay, the the transit occupancy tax, the sales tax, everything else you want to roll in there uh, that helps keep real estate taxes down in the city of Los Angeles. You know, for fire life safety. Okay, so there's your police and fire and EMTs right there. Um, you know, you you've also got, um, you know. Other other taxes that are that are that the hotels are paying to to you know trash is another one that's not on your tax bill within the city of Los Angeles. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're going to get affected by this as well. And if I'm living in, I don't know, let, let's say Hancock Park, uh, which is a very affluent community just outside of downtown LA, it was one of the first higher end subdivisions created in the city of Los Angeles. I'm I got to start questioning that because I know the average sales price over there is is seven and a half million, if not more. Um, and now you've got that that mansion tax that came into the city of Los Angeles. It's also going to adversely affect commercial real estate. Um, so messaging. I mean, you've got you know basically eighteen months now to 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 get the messaging out. What do you what do you what do you doing for a lack of a better term. I know you're doing a lot, but what are you doing right now on messaging to, to get the message out to the general public that that is, that will be voting on these things? Absolutely. So luckily for us, we have a large coalition. Uh, we have tremendous state local partners, uh, the California hotel lodging association with Lynn Moorfeld there, Heather Rosman over at the hotel association of Los Angeles, um, various other partners we work collaboratively with ahoa um and so not just the hotel industry but also you know within the larger business community we're certainly uh getting everyone together to focus on this because you're right it does affect way more than hotels it's going to affect neighborhoods it's going to affect travel and tourism those uh ancillary businesses around hotels that certainly depend on tourism whether you know it's the the, the bars and restaurants the local businesses that uh, tourists, you know, shop around when they're when they're visiting. You know, folks aren't just aren't going to want to go to Los Angeles to uh, have that sort of experience. So we are. Um, I'll back up. We'll go to when this was at City Council last year. Uh, you know, because this ordinance is so huge, there are parts of the ordinance, and you know, depending on what side you're on, you know, you can message this in a different way. And at the time. Uh, Los Angeles City Council was almost split thinking that this was potentially a good idea. And we certainly came in there with our state local partners, uh, did a tremendous amount of 
you know, in-person lobbying, messaging, uh, CEO, uh, Chip Rogers, our CEO, sent a letter uh, co-signed by several other CEOs in the travel and tourism industry to city council. Uh, we did all sorts of grassroots efforts, had hoteliers sending uh, letters in talking about how bad this would be. Uh, AHOA did a tremendous job showing up in person to show a big show of force of local hoteliers in Los Angeles that were opposed to this. Um, and can't say enough about what CHLA and Hall are, are doing on the ground there. So um, it was it was tremendous that we actually got city council to go from that potential split vote whip count to unanimously, unanimously opposing this ordinance. It was great. Um, so we, we had the support of city council to vote this down, but unfortunately how these ballot initiatives work, if city council votes it down, then it goes out to the voters. And then, you know, as Los Angeles being one of the most expensive media markets in the country to launch a campaign will certainly be expensive to fight this. And I think most, um, reasonable residents and voters will see what a bad idea this is, but in order to educate everyone, it is going to come at a major you know, financial cost to the to the industry and whoever's involved. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the media cost alone is going to be astronomical. And, you know, agriculture is still the number one industry in California. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Uh, but, you know, uh, you know, the next two in line are entertainment slash sports and, you know, which is film and television. And then it's hotels, travel, and tourism. You know, we generate some 70 to $80 billion a year. We're a huge economic engine for the state. And we pay a boatload of taxes. Um, so, um, you know, I, I I know that we are in in more than capable hands and the coalition is, is formed and out there and unified. But how can we get the hotel owners, the management companies, and other third-party hotel professionals involved to help with this? Because it's going to take the entire village. It's just not going to be half or two-thirds. It's going to take all of us being advocates for our industry and ambassadors for the state of California to, to turn these things around. Absolutely. So um, I think there may be a QR code there, but our Hotels Act initiative, it's our grassroots efforts. If folks can join to become a part of that when initiatives like this come up and we understand our industry, everyone's got a day job, a very busy day job that they don't have enough people to assist with. So everyone's wearing, you know, 15 hats. We get it. You, you don't have time to lobby, but it takes about 30 seconds to, you know, join that to send a letter you know when we require your assistance to help you know show city council that this is a bad idea and just to have our um our, our membership united on you know a full front so it's not just you know the the you know the government affairs folks that are going in they city council electeds need to hear from their their constituency that's who they care about they have the best stories to share um, so the more folks that we can have involved in our grassroots really just amplifies our efforts um, by several multiples. So it's, it's, it's a good way to get involved. Absolutely. What's another good way to get involved? I'm uh, thinking the uh, pack. <laughs> absolutely. We're always taking contributions. If uh, yeah. you know, we have a, a hotel pack at the federal level um, and we're, you know, getting state local uh, up and running, obviously it's, it's, 
much more technical to do that in different states, a lot more different laws and different jurisdictions. And so it's, it's taking more of an effort, but certainly if, if you're willing to become involved, um, AHLA is, is, is certainly uh, collecting those, those funds as well as our state and local partners as well. Um, but also, it, you know, on the committee side, AHLA has various committees that if you're interested in becoming more involved, to join one of those committees. I run our labor relations committee, uh, significant membership on there, uh, different owners, members, uh, there's our brands and management companies, et cetera. Um, but there are just about a committee on any single issue that you can think about. Um, and so we're constantly keeping that discussion going, talking about best practices, what folks are seeing, and it's a great way to become involved at HLA. Jason, I'll put this out there right now. If there's any way I can help, if I can get involved with, with the committee, I'd be glad to. Um, also, any committee that you want to have on the show, they've got a topic that needs some help getting it out there to our hotel sisters and brothers. I'd be glad to dedicate episodes to, so not a problem. Uh, I appreciate that, Craig. And uh, and aside from HLA, we have our HLA Foundation. And so um, yeah. on the workforce side, we will actually, uh, it's right in the planning process still, but it's uh, coming up here in, I believe, in, uh, in mid-May. I need to get the exact date, but we will be doing a, a, uh, a hiring fair nice. in, in the Los Angeles region. So we'll keep everyone uh, apprised of that on our social media and our emails. But as I mentioned, you know, workforce is the number one issue. Workforce, 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 and so assisting, you know, the the, the foundation as well, in addition to the, the policy side, is something we really appreciate. So thank you. Absolutely, get back to me with those dates, and uh, I'll make it up there. I know we, we typically film on on Wednesdays, but you know, let me know what it is, and I'll I'll come up. Really appreciate uh, it. To, to LA for that. Okay, Jason, it's now time for our lightning round. Infamous or fun? Kind of hard to say, but we'll we'll let you do that. Producer Danny is going to put two minutes on the clock. It's word association, just the first thing that pops into your head. And we're starting now. Hotel transactions. Yes, coming into hotels, the return from COVID. Conferences. Exciting. Glad to see people in person again. Labor. In, in the context of California, difficult. A musical band, group, or solo artist that you like the best? Uh, Foo Fighters is definitely a top one for sure. Nice. Favorite airport? Ooh. You know, I do love San Francisco. That's a beautiful airport. I like oh, that. Great airport restaurants. Uh, yes. Favorite airline? Delta, but I am a, a staunch American supporter. <laughs> okay, there you go. Aisle or window? Aisle. Favorite sport? Uh, you know, baseball. Good. Tequila or whiskey? Whew, whiskey. Favorite mm-hmm. hotel or resort? Well, I, I, you, you almost got me there. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to to say that. I, I love all of our. <laughs> Use it for a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No comment on that one. You did that with 41 seconds left, my friend. There you go. There you go. All right. So 
to close out the conversation today, let's end it on an upbeat. Let's talk about the hospitality show. I can't wait. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. Let's tell the audience about the hospitality show, please, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. So we're very excited. HLA is hosting its very first uh, hospitality show at the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, June 27 through 29. This is our marquee uh, conference out of all the conferences that we have around the country every year. Um, So this is going to be where hoteliers, technology, and operations all converge. We look to have plenty of elected officials there as well contributing to the conversation, but it is uh, a significantly large event. Uh, But if you, you know, want to connect with owners, brands, operators, you know, key decision makers, those elected officials we talked about, you want to network if you're a, um, you know, a a vendor looking to break into the industry, this is where you want to go. So we're very excited to be hosting this in June. It's going to be hot in Las Vegas, but please do come out. It's going to be a tremendous event. Um, And if you'd love to become involved, there's still time. So please reach out to us. And I would suggest you wear sneakers, tennis shoes, whatever you want to call them, because you're going to have a lot of ground to cover. I'm looking forward to this event. And, uh, you know, uh, between HLA and Hotel Management Magazine on this, it's, it, this is going to be a great event. Um, can't can't wait to be there. So, Jason, thank you for joining us today. So, how about a shameless plug? How can everybody get a hold of you and help out with all these ballot measures and the pact and everything else? How can they How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to to email me. My email is jreader. It's R-I-E-D-E-R-E-R at AHLA.com. Uh, would love to, to expand the, the network and, you know, the constant communication is what's helpful to me, to learn what's going on on the ground and to be able to connect with folks who, who want to become involved and who can assist with these efforts. That'd be tremendous. Jason, my friend, you've got an open invitation to come back. And I also thank you again for being part of uh, our sixth annual California Lodging Investment Conference. Can't wait to hear what you have to say next year. We're already starting to plan, so it's it's in the works. And thank you very much, my friend. Open invitation anytime you want to come back. Perfect. Thank you, Craig. Looking forward to it. Take care. You too. Thank you, our audience, for joining us today. Great show, great information. We need your help. We need to pull together as a community on all these ballot measures. We need to focus our messaging. We need to get more employees. We've got so many wants and needs right now, and we are a huge economic engine for the state of California. So thank you all for joining us today. I do want to thank our good friends at Red Roof Franchising and Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group today for their uh, help. So thank them. And, you know, if you're looking for a new brand, give our friends at Red Roof a call. They can help you with a boutique soft brand. They can help you with their new extended stay and their economy brands. Let them know that producer Danny and I sent you. And also call our friends over at Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group. They'd love to hear from you too. Every deal is critical. You got to get it closed on time. You've got to make your dates. You've got to got to move forward on it. So don't don't let something fall between the cracks. Okay. So thank you, our audience, for joining us today. And as I'm fond of saying, be kind, 
share your knowledge. Now go be amazing.